Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Quezon City mulling another localized lockdown if there is evidence of community transmission of the UK COVID-19 variant. That's after a man who stayed at an apartment in Riverside Commonwealth tested positive for the variant. Police have already been deployed to the area to ensure residents follow health protocols. Mayor Joy Belmonte says the local government has contact traced around 350 individuals and swabbed 105 of them. She also wants the Patients Employment Agency held accountable for violation of health protocols. The patient was a positive staying at a uh, quarantine hotel in Manila. Uh, as soon as he tested positive, the protocol should have been uh, that he should have been picked up by a Barangay Health Emergency Response Team vehicle and brought to the nearest quarantine facility. But instead, he was picked up uh, by a ride-hailing uh, vehicle and uh, brought to a community in Quezon City. And this manpower agency did not inform the barangay, did not inform the city. And I am not sure if he even informed um, the owner of the apartment where this man stayed. As the latest I heard was he did not inform this man. No? So I believe that this, this uh, company should be accountable for its uh, transgressions. The Philippines reported 1,734 new COVID-19 cases on Thursday. This brings the national tally to more than 540,000 infections. More than 31,000 of those cases are active. The number of recoveries breached the 500,000 mark. But the country's case fatality rate is still at 2.11%, the highest since July last year. Globally, there are now more than 107. 7 million COVID-19 cases, according to Johns Hopkins University. Over 2.3 million people have died from the disease, while more than 60.2 million others have already recovered. The UK coronavirus variant now accounts for a quarter of all new infections in France. The results of a study on 17,000 patients nationwide also show the South African and Brazilian variants account for 4 to 5 percent of all new cases. France is nearing a total of 3.5 million COVID-19 cases, while deaths are approaching 81,000. France's health minister says government will look into enforcing more restrictive measures in the coming weeks. Frustrations are already brewing in Paris after cultural venues were closed and an early evening curfew was imposed last month. Brazil sounds the alarm over a coronavirus variant identified in the Amazon. The country's health minister, Eduardo Pazuello, says the Amazon COVID-19 variant may be three times more contagious than other strains. But he did not provide further evidence for his claim. The warning comes as Brazil's jungle city of Manaus is reeling from a devastating second wave of infections driven by the new variant. But according to Pasuelo, early analysis suggests vaccines are still effective against the Amazon coronavirus variant. Brazil plans to vaccinate half its eligible population by June and the rest by the end of the year. South Africa is set to start vaccinating millions of residents against its local COVID-19 variant. President Cyril Ramaphosa says government has secured 9 million doses of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and another 12 million doses of Pfizer's. 
Earlier this week, the country paused the rollout of AstraZeneca's vaccine after a study found that it appeared less effective against the local variant. South Africa has been hit hard by a second wave of the coronavirus after the discovery of a new variant in the Eastern Cape. It is believed to be 50 percent more contagious and has already spread to at least two dozen countries. The rollout of the COVID-19 vaccines becomes even more urgent given the presence of more transmissible coronavirus variants. Dr. Ranjit Solante, an infectious disease expert from the San Lazaro Hospital, says government must inoculate the majority of the population before any of the new mutations become the dominant variant in the Philippines. He is concerned some vaccine brands have been found to be less effective against newer COVID-19 variants, particularly one or the one from South Africa. Solante also cautions against relaxing the health protocols anytime soon. It's still important that our government is really uh, strictly implementing the uh, testing for those who are coming from different countries. Quarantine procedures are in place. That's, I think, uh, uh, crucial to prevention of uh, this uh, new variants from really entering into our country. Until such time that most of the population will be given the vaccine, we still have to, to really implement this uh, protocol. The arrival of Pfizer vaccines from the World Health Organization's COVAX facility to the Philippines will only be delayed by a week. That's according to Philippine vaccine chief Carlito Galvez Jr., who says it was only this week that the COVAX facility gave its indemnity agreement to the Philippine government. Under the indemnity clause, the Philippine government and not the COVAX facility or the vaccine manufacturers will be made liable for injuries caused by the vaccines. Yung uh, tinatawag natin yung identification clause, matagal na namin hinahanap po yun. And now our lawyers are, no, are, are trying to, to finish it uh, today so that mm -hmm. uh, we, we don't have any more, no, any more, uh, any more uh, uh, tinatawag natin obstruction on the, uh, on the, on the delivery of the, the vaccine. Tinatawag natin uh, delay. It's not uh, coming from, uh, from the Philippine government. We are only on the receiving end. And uh, we are finishing our documentation on time. Galvez also says the Philippines has yet to sign a supply agreement with any of the COVID-19 vaccine makers because the supply agreement is dictated by the supplier, not the government. The ball is not ours, not in our hands. Nasa kanila po kasi, kung ano, kung sabihin nila na we will pause a while, gano'n po ang ano natin. Even though nasabihin natin na we meet, pero wala pa kung ano, definitive nga po na date ng delivery, how can we know? How can we have the payment on terms? In business, the Philippine Central Bank keeps key interest rates unchanged and raises its inflation outlook for 2021 after the consumer price index hit a two-year high last month. Details from Warren de Guzman. Inflation hit a two-year high in January on the back of surging pork prices and other food supply issues. The Philippine Central Bank now says elevated inflation will likely remain in the coming months. The Monetary Board noted that inflation is likely to remain elevated in the coming months, reflecting the impact of supply constraints on domestic prices of key food commodities such as meat and vegetables, as well as the recent uptick in international oil prices. The Monetary Board likewise reiterates 
its support for urgent and coordinated efforts with government agencies in implementing non-monetary interventions to enable all Filipinos access to internationally competitive, competitively priced food and thereby mitigate the impact of supply-side factors on inflation. Inflation has been accelerating for four months now, and the news from the central bank implies it will continue its uptrend. The central bank now expects inflation to average 4% this year, the ceiling of its preferred range of between 2 and 4%. That is considerably higher than the previous forecast of 3.2%. Jokno, however, is adamant that pork and other food supply issues, as well as the rise in world oil prices, are transitory meaning they will subside soon. When? The central bank did not say, but it did cut its inflation outlook for 2022 to 2.7% from 2.9%. This is particularly bad news for the bottom 30% income households, the poorest of the poor, as higher food and transport inflation hits them harder. Jokno delivered the news on inflation in the Monetary Board's first policy statement of the year. The Monetary Board decided to keep interest rates unchanged and at record lows given the higher inflation outlook. BSP Deputy Governor Francisco Daquila, meanwhile, also answered questions on whether or not a rate hike is now possible because of rising inflation. He says no because the upward pressure of inflation is coming from supply-side issues and not the demand side. Supply-side shocks on the inflation are um, more appropriately met by uh, direct measures that do address the uh, causes of the supply uh, limitations. And uh, therefore, uh, we are also coordinating with uh, other uh, government agencies. Um, in this case, those uh, measures should be targeted at normalizing the uh, supply of meat in the market. Inflation data show prices for meat, vegetables, fish, and rice are all on an uptrend. The Duterte administration is calling for a food security summit between the private sector and local government units to address the food supply woes. Warren de Guzman, ABS-CBN News. Philippines' COVID-19 task force eases restrictions for religious gatherings as well as entertainment and cultural venues in areas under general community quarantine. Malacanang spokesperson Harry Roque says churches will be allowed to fill up to 50 percent of venue capacity beginning Monday. The current venue capacity is at 30 percent. The COVID-19 task force will also allow the reopening of cinemas, gaming arcades and other cultural centers. It will also permit what Roque called limited tourist attractions such as parks, theme parks, historical landmarks and natural sites. Roque says the reopening of these establishments will be subject to final guidelines by the Philippine Health Department and respective local government units.
Yan naman po ay dahil nakikita natin na hindi naman po tumataas ang ating attack rate no? at hindi naman po um, masikip o yung ating mga hospital sa ating pagkapunta. No? In other words, uh, wala po tayong problema pagdating dun sa ating utilization rate. At syempre po, alin si ulit ito sa katotohanan na kinakailangan natin magbukas pa ng ekonomiya. Yung mga nabuksan po natin industriya, marami po mga natatrabaho dyan na matagal ng walang hanap buhay. Ngayon po, makakapaghanap buhay na sila. But the Catholic Bishops' Conference of the Philippines urged the public to remain cautious despite the eased restrictions. One of the most recognizable religious leaders, Brother Eli, or Eli Soriano of TV and radio program Ang Dating Daan, has passed away. He was 73. His religious group announced the news early today but did not reveal the cause of his death. Eli Soriano answered questions from the audience about the Word of God during his broadcast. The show currently airs in 73 countries. His religious group assures the public the programs and projects that Soriano started will continue. Democratic prosecutors warned senators Trump could call for another attack similar to last month's storming of the Capitol if they do not convict him. Five people, including a police officer, died in that incident. The House of Representatives has charged Trump with inciting an insurrection for encouraging his supporters to overturn his election laws. Senators, the evidence is clear. We showed you statements, videos, affidavits that prove President Trump incited an insurrection, an insurrection that he alone had the power to stop. And the fact that he didn't stop it, the fact that he incited a lawless attack and abdicated his duty to defend us from it, the fact that he actually further inflamed the mob, further inflamed that mob, attacking his vice president while assassins were pursuing him in this capital, more than requires conviction and disqualification. We humbly, humbly ask you to convict President Trump for the crime for which he is overwhelmingly guilty of. Because if you don't, if we pretend this didn't happen, or worse, if we let it go unanswered, who's to say it won't happen again? At least 17 Republican senators would have to defy Trump to secure a conviction and bar him from holding public office again. Trump remains popular with most Republican voters and has shown interest in running for president again in 2024. Facebook will reduce the distribution of all content and profiles run by Myanmar's military. The social media giant says the army has spread misinformation after it seized power and detained leaders in a coup. The military's pages will not appear in news feeds as recommended. Facebook also suspended the ability of Myanmar's government agencies to send content removal requests. A company official added they would protect content that allows the people of Myanmar to express themselves and show the world what's transpiring in their country. Hundreds of thousands of people have been protesting across Myanmar since the army overthrew the civilian government, led by democracy icon and Nobel laureate Aung San Suu Kyi.
And that'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Play back this newscast to an ANC YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe. Keep it here on the News Channel.